I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. podcast we celebrated Independence Day on Saturday and I thought this would be a good topic. Uh, Benjamin Franklin said only a virtuous people are capable of freedom. James Madison stated to suppose that any form of government will secure liberty or happiness without any virtue in the people is a imaginary idea. Oskinis golden triangle of freedom idea is that freedom requires virtue, virtue requires faith, and faith requires freedom, and freedom requires virtue, etc. So how can we be a self-governed country if we lack virtue? So just think about that for a second, and then we'll kind of get into it. Why do we need all three together, liberty, virtue, and faith? So let's take a look at the definition of virtue from Webster's Dictionary. So there's two definitions I'm going to read. It's conformity to a standard of right, morality, or particular moral excellence. Um, So now let's look at Romans 7.7. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law. For I had not known lust, except the law had said, Thou shalt not covet. So we can't know what the standard of right and wrong is unless we look at the Bible. And God is the one that sets the standard and shows us how to live. So to be able to live virtuous, you have to have faith in God and his word. Uh, Webster's Dictionary defines faith, just in case you're wondering, as belief and trust in and loyalty to God. So now we define faith and virtue, and let's look at liberty using the same dictionary. And I'm going to read uh, three different definitions. So the first one is the quality or state of being free, freedom from arbitrary or oppressive control, and the positive enjoyment of various social, political, or economic rights and privileges. So if we need faith in God and his word to have virtue, why do we need those for liberty? And if you take a moment to think of a news headline going on right now, you can probably think of some serious issues we have in corruption, wickedness, and unrest. And if our leaders and us as a people had faith in God and true virtue because of him and his power, we could have true liberty and we wouldn't be struggling with all this corruption, pride, and kingdom of self. So First uh, John two fifteen through 17 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of his father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father, but it is of the world. And the world passeth away and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Psalm ten four: the wicked through the pride of his continence will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. So if you do not have faith in God and virtue because of him, you'll be prideful and wicked and you'll not seek God. You'll seek your will. And what happens when we don't seek God and we seek our will? We live for ourselves and we live in sin. We're not concerned about others and in our pride, we lift ourselves up while we step in others. Think of any situation or person right now that is corrupt and broken. Is there faith and virtue in them? If not, you will not have true liberty. Uh, We are blessed to live in a country that is free, but it's always only a step away from being taken from us, not necessarily by another country, but by our wickedness and our own self-destruction. And you're probably like, why would that be? So let's look at some Bible verses. James 1.15 says, 
Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Galatians 6, 7-8 Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. That, of course, is true of us individually, but also as a nation. You cannot live abundantly and enjoy when you're living for yourself and living in sin. And you cannot treat others in true love and kindness unless you first seek God and be transformed by Him. So that applies to you know everybody le- uh, leading our country, our government, um, just the people as a whole. Um, Romans seven fourteen through 25 says, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that is good. Now then it is no more that I do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For the will is to present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Now, if I do that I would not, it is no more I I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. So our flesh wants to serve sin. I know that was like the craziest, longest back and forth verse, but um, our flesh wants to serve sin, which of course serves Satan, if we just want to put that out there. But because we have Jesus who lives inside of us, he can deliver us if we trust in him and follow after him. And that's the faith and virtue part. And then he brings the true liberty, not only eternally, which is amazing by itself, but here on this earth now, if only we'd live for him. And because, friends, we don't need a revolution to stop the corruption and wickedness here. We need a revival. Only Jesus can transform and reform our nation and the world. And that's another benefit to telling others the gospel and what Jesus did and will do for them. So that's it for today. If y'all have any prayer requests or questions, always feel free to email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. I'll talk to y'all next Monday.